0: Hello, yep. Justin, yes, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well.
1: Welcome to our kitchen.
0: Ooh, is that going to be the name of it? <laughs> Welcome to our kitchen.
1: We cook things here It's also very,
0: <laughs> It's very woody because we like wood. <laughs> um, well, what did you do today?
1: Well, I.
0: Don't copy me too much.
1: I created a training schedule for my new assistant manager And I did some hiring I set up some trial days Uh, (laughs) I had a trial day walk out of work today because it was not a good fit for her um, Which is why we do them And I petted a lot of dogs
0: I was distracted by your holding your earmuffs on (laughs)
1: It's too big for my head.
0: Get a bigger head. I also, don't know. it's
1: comfortable for me to sit with my hands on my chin. Which one? Which chin? Yeah, it's a good joke. <sighs> Goodness. What did you do today?
0: I don't know. Woke up, went to physical. Th- well, woke up, did my physical therapy downstairs, and then went to physical therapy so that they could have me do some more of the same exercises. <laughs> Which is annoying because all I really get out of therapy is the manipulation that, you know, like the actual hands-on stuff. And I pay $50 out of my pocket for 10 minutes, maybe 15 at the most. And then he has me sit on a stim machine, which is just boring.
1: Yeah, you could just buy a TENS machine to use here.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I have all the other stuff... You know, the bands, the rollers, the this, the that. I did get my first experience with a gun.
1: Oh, yeah. What do you think of that?
0: I'm going to just make one.
1: <laughs> I was, Josh and I were talking about that at work today because they're really expensive. Are they? I think so.
0: It's a jigsaw yeah. with a rubber ball on the end. Yeah. So I think I'll be able to make something. Between the 3D printer, welding... And having a jigsaw ready, you could probably figure something out. But, yeah.
1: Do you want to talk about why you're going to physical therapy? Like what That'd you're be great, to?
0: but I honestly don't really know why. <laughs> probably <laughs> due to the hundreds of miles that I've put on my body over the last three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine years.
1: That was very specific.
0: I think I started running.
1: After we got together, really.
0: No, I ran before that.
1: Yeah, but when we first started dating, you didn't run that much.
0: Right. So I started running. I ran the hill at the house
1: oh, yeah, in Hillsboro. Oh, yeah. I remember that.
0: And I would run down the hill and run back up, and it was <laughs> a rocky tra- trail. Yeah. Had a little loop at the bottom. And it was just down the hill and back up the hill, and then I'd run the street, the gravel road, and then the dog would come out and bark at me, and I eventually called the animal control on him. And then I didn't see the dog again, which was nice. I went over, knocked on the the guy's door. Were we we together when that happened?
1: It was shortly before we got together, because you told me about it, but we weren't actually together when it originally happened.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. I saw the kid come home from school while I was running. And then the dog started chasing me because I assume he let the dog out after seeing me running, which is just an asshole thing to do.
1: It was probably a thoughtless thing to do.
0: Well, that dog has gone through other neighbors' yards at the times and was a, a known problem dog. Regardless, whatever, kid saw me, lets the dog out or the dog just gets out, whatever. I go to his front door, stop my run, which is very unlike me, knock on the door, say, hey, your dog's out here. Nobody answered the door. And I'm like, just banging on the door, The dog sitting next to me barking. And I'm like, well, whatever. I'm just going to keep running because I'm an idiot and <laughs> I know like the worst thing to do. Maybe I didn't know it back then. I knew the dog would keep chasing me. I didn't think it would actually do anything, which it never did, but it kind of it would leap up and try to like I guess grab onto an arm or something just kind of playfully.
1: most people would consider that trying to do something. <laughs> yeah. he wasn't vicious as your point, I get it,
0: not really. I mean his bark sounded vicious, but um yeah, I mean it was probably like a sixty pound dog, probably seventy. it was taller than our dogs, yeah. So it had to weigh more because Indy's not very, it was like Indy slender.
1: Yeah, it's probably like 70-ish pounds.
0: Regardless. <laughs> that was when?
1: That was seven years ago, six years ago, seven.
0: Because I, w- I wanted to break 20 minutes for a 5K. Mm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And that was back when I ran in my dad's old running shoes. And I had no idea how to train for running.
1: Yeah, my first 5K was 2016, the year we got married. And I didn't do any training for it, and I went by myself.
0: You went by yourself? Yeah. What is that? Me Maverick.
1: Mean? Like, you weren't there. I just went and did it. Because it was your, it might have been your bachelor party.
0: No, because we had our parties on the same day, same weekend.
1: Yeah, you had something, though. Maybe you were something with Jake Opperman. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so that started running, and then I got out of that and really into rock climbing Yeah. because I broke up with my fiancé at the time, who wasn't you.
1: (laughs) Obviously.
0: (laughs) Well, we could have got back together. People don't know that. That's true. So at that point, I was doing what I think most people were doing and... Would be doing in that situation, which was I knew it was the right move, but I didn't want it to be the right move.
1: Yeah, it would have been easier in a lot of ways to just for that. Easier in the short run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's been true.
0: Detrimental long term, no offense to her. Uh, very thankful that she did what she did and was strong enough to keep the heck away from me because um, I tried. Anyway, where the heck was I going with
1: that? Rock climbing. You did with anybody in that situation. Yeah, I was
0: reaching out and like trying Mm -hmm. to find new avenues. And I knew my cousin had done rock climbing. And so at that point, I had said, okay, I'm going to go out and buy a fast car. (laughs) And so I did that. Mm -hmm. And then I had plans on racing that car. I went out and did rock climbing and then got really into that. Built an entire training room, which is right now downstairs in this basement, in pieces. That we're actually getting ready to make a really baller training room.
1: Who's a baller?
0: That's why I said it. Did you see the hesitation <laughs> I before? Did. I was like, "Yep, this word." Bing. <laughs> and I can't wait for that training room. It's gonna have an eight foot wide, twelve foot tall rock climbing wall that adjusts. I'm excited. That for adjusts that. angle.
1: I miss rock climbing.
0: Um, yeah, it's going to be a pretty sweet setup. Anyway, I'm getting derailed. I know. So I did all of that stuff because I was searching, looking for other outlets. But at the same point, for a while there, I wasn't eating a lot. I was very depressed. I think I got down to like 130 pounds. And right now, I weigh 155-ish.
1: Well, and realistically, too, if you look at the timeline, you guys broke up in what, like, May or June or something? I have no idea. Okay, well, I only know because we got together in, like, December.
0: The best part was she wanted—we tried to get back together.
1: Around Amy's wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then she fucking bailed on me, which is good.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) So the funny thing is— when did you come over for to hang out with Claire?
1: Um, like, I feel like the end of August, maybe, because that was when she was getting ready to go back to school.
0: And Amy got married when? August? S- September?
1: September or October? The first time. So,
0: <laughs> for those people that don't know, Claire, younger sister of mine, Amy is my older sister. So... Claire and Jennifer here have been friends.
1: Don't I'm not Jennifer. He's the only one who calls me that.
0: Jennifer Mittens. <laughs> her last name's Mertens, but I call her Mittens. Jennifer Mittens. Mm-hmm. That's me. Anyway, they've been friends forever. Since what? You guys were in third grade?
1: Yeah, we met in third grade. We weren't best friends until fifth grade. There is oh. a clear delineation.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What was the delineation that was so clear?
1: Um, that we just weren't super good friends before that. We played soccer. Why? Uh, we just weren't close. And then uh, as soon as we left fifth grade, the summer of fifth grade, we're <sighs> getting into middle school. Excuse me. A boy that like everybody liked, liked Claire and watched at Claire's house. And she, for some reason, felt like I was the only person she could tell. So she called Walked me. Walked to my house? Yes. To your mother's house.
0: Where was I? I don't know. (laughs) Clearly not defending the castle well enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so she called me to tell me about it. And literally, since that phone call, uh, everything's just been different. And she's been more like my sister than anything else.
0: Now she is like your sister. now
1: she is my sister.
0: Are your hands getting tired from holding those headphones? No, I'm comfy. I called a mirror mouse earlier. (laughs) But... So you're friends with my younger sister, Mm -hmm. and you guys are four years younger than me? Five. Five? Yeah. Yes, I'm a cradle robber. Did not know that at the time.
1: (laughs) It's not that serious. So little
0: Jenny Mittens here goes on family vacations with us while I took, again, my girlfriend at the time, who then became my ex fiance And never thought anything of it.
1: We literally, let me just really, this is a very true fact. I had never.
0: Is that what facts are? They're true? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Had a conversation with Jake here until I was 19. So like maybe, I I literally don't even think I ever said hi to you. You scared the crap out of me.
0: Do I scare the crap out of you now? No, not at all. Oh, I do. Just in different ways. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting distracted
1: i know no i you just yelled at us and told us to get out of the basement and then you chased away did i
0: yell or did i speak sternly you yelled well i i was upstairs and you guys were downstairs right so
1: it was yelling
0: i don't It was okay i yelled
1: (laughs) you weren't like inherently mean you were just like get out of the basement. you were like a typical older brother you're just like get out of the basement
0: I'm way cooler than a typical and older brother. And
1: then you scared away, I think it was Max Martin and Oh, good. I don't know. The Paulie.
0: Martins, not good people. <laughs> Tim Martin, younger brother, Max.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know Tim. I only well, knew Max.
0: I don't know. I was never a fan of the the thuggy type. He like, when, do bad things. At that time, I don't think he was I'm very a, thuggy. But I'm anyway. I'm a gangster wannabe. Anyway, that was my
1: only interaction with you. Yeah, I
0: distinctly remember that. You guys were like on the, I was on the computer, probably editing skateboard video. (laughs) Probably. And.
1: They walked up to the house to. I was like, these fools.
0: We had these big bay windows at my parents, now mom's house because they're getting a divorce. So at mom's, my parents, what do I say? Present tense, past tense, past tense (laughs) as parents, so. I was at my growing up house and they had the big bay windows and it's dark outside and we lived at the end of the cul-de-sac and usually people walk down the cul-de-sac and then they go around the cul-de-sac and they leave. These folks came straight down the cul-de-sac up our driveway. So we were cute. Whatever makes you feel good. (laughs) And I decided that I was going to intercept these people before they made it to the door and i said what are you doing it's eight o'clock leave (laughs) and they left
1: way to go way to defend the castle
0: yep it's good right
1: it's really great
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm sure mom would have been like you boys need to leave now it's okay
1: it's cool i did end up going to parties with both of those people later in life so it was sort of a uh
0: what does that have any relevance
1: like you in intercepted them that one night but it well yeah i wasn't
0: it wasn't my castle that night (laughs) that you saw them (laughs) okay so Mm -hmm. where were we going with this whole story
1: um oh how we our interaction so we didn't really we knew of each other for a very long time but didn't interact with each other at all.
0: No. And so my older sister goes to get married. My ex fiance was going to go with me. That didn't work out for whatever reason. Name something. Hmm. Probably the same reason that it didn't work out the first time. And Claire took Jenny here. Hmm. Jen. And then we danced. And then I told Claire, hmm. I said, I think I might like her. And I think you guys went to the hotel or something Mm -hmm. and then I don't know what I did I walked up there. There was alcohol involved, which it's not surprising.
1: Yeah You walked me to the jeep at the end of the night
0: Oh, that was it. And
1: you were already invited to our off-road trip. So we knew that was coming up.
0: Which was funny Because her brother is my age and we went to high school together graduated the same year And, like, we didn't really talk. Like, I was definitely, I was a pipsqueak back then, (laughs) still am. But I would always, like, shadow box, like, do, 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 do. You know? You know how kind of, like, I'll do to you in the kitchen and play Mm -hmm. around? I think I was a little more intense back then when I would do it. But it was basically, how fast can I move my arms? How many times can I touch somebody's stomach before they can block me because you always touch them and then they move up there and then they have that spot open so it's very easy to just keep going and I would do that to Don sometimes in gym class really yeah
1: I've never heard that before
0: I think I told him once when I was drunk that I was sorry for doing that (laughs) if I didn't it's definitely gone through my mind to say that
1: were you being mean
0: I don't, in my head, I wasn't, but I could see how it could come off mean. I was like, man, this guy's kind of a jerk and a little bully.
1: Like, you would just like go up and randomly, like, you weren't like I, talking or <tuttutututute> hanging out. You would just like
0: do Maybe that. I was. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Apparently, I still have some issues with that. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> not super comfortable. I, I know I did it with Mike Hedrick, but that was different because we played basketball for all those years. Yeah. But anyway, so me and Don hung out. He was, on a different level like we hung out with some of the same people yeah but his friends were way more intelligent than my friends were because <laughs> I didn't have any friends I used to skateboard and that was it I had long hair I was a loner I was quiet and that's the way you I had liked skater it
1: skater hair like you had normal skater hair
0: when you say long pu- hair I could pull I the front of, like, of my hair into my mouth
1: I know but you had like the skater like Ryan Sheckler hair
0: don't compare me to that guy. I'm not all tatted up. And
1: <laughs> He didn't used to be. Anyway. I guess everybody didn't used to be.
0: So I knew Don. Yes. And I never would have ever, ever thought that in six years, or actually back then in high school, I would have never thought, hey, I'm going to marry your sister, move <laughs> 10 minutes away from you, and then have your car torn apart multiple times in my shop.
1: Yeah. So shortly before Amy's wedding, um, I was talking to Don about going on a Jeep trip and we had it all planned and he had some other friends of his going and I was just kind of tagging along with my then pretty stock Jeep Cherokee and um, I had been talking about, oh, I hung out with Claire's sister, Jake, and then Don said, oh, you know, I'll call DJ, another one of our friends, and he should invite Jake. Jake would like to go. And so I think that's kind of how that.
0: Yeah. So that happened just before the wedding. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. Coincidental. I don't know. Or coincidal. Coincidence.
1: It wasn't really a coincidence. It just, I don't know. I guess kind of. I don't
0: Happenstance. Anyway.
1: Happenstance. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that we went to the wedding together mm-hmm. and then we went to the wheeling trip together mm-hmm. which was semi-awkward
1: it was very awkward
0: because i think like you would be driving your jeep and i'm riding with your brother and his jeep yeah because dj's in his jeep with his ex-fiancee yeah
1: well she rode with me a lot
0: you didn't seem too excited about I that wasn't. we'll get to that <laughs> and so we're like trying to not make eyes at each other <laughs>
1: A little backstory. I always thought it was really awesome that my older brother, like, let me tag along with his friends, and so I was very conscious of, like, not wanting to be...
0: He's the reason you got a Jeep in the first place.
1: He is, 100%. He's the reason I got a Jeep, Um, and he helped me kind of, like, build it and maintain it before you came along, so that was really awesome, but so I just never wanted to, like, be a bother. Like, I didn't want to annoy his friends. I didn't want to, like, flirt with his friends and, like, be that obnoxious little sister.
0: Which is hilarious because... (laughs) you and your brother's relationship was completely opposite than mine and Claire's relationship. Yeah. But but I don't know.
1: I mean, Don and I just never really, we didn't really have much to do with each other growing up. Like we got along fine, but like we just didn't have a ton of interaction. And then he graduated college the same time I graduated high school and he moved home. And so we spent the summer before I started dog training school just working on my Jeep, pretty much. I mean...
0: He had a Jeep. Yeah. He which he has a, a nice Jeep now. He's yeah. done some things. So we bought property in Festus. And that, I don't want to say was the death of John, Don's Jeep, but it <laughs> definitely <laughs> messed some stuff up. He lost his back window one night. Yeah. And Is that then, the going away party? No.
1: That was a different night.
0: Maybe... No it was. Cuz so. we got pictures of it. Yeah. Cuz Ryan Owens is sitting next to the window with like with a thumbs his up or something. On. Probably. <laughs> probably jean overalls, yeah. Joe overalls. Um but he did that and then he rolled it. Yeah. Well, tipped it over. Yeah. Um I think he broke uh, an axle shaft a U you joint.
1: Oh yeah, I remember changing that. Cuz we stayed the night that night. Um
0: yeah, that property was was really nice. We we did a lot of target shooting down there. I built some reactive steel targets, dueling tree, a couple silhouettes with some kickouts, um, and we used to have like shooting competitions down there, wheeling competition, not a competition, just wheeling in general. <laughs> Made a whole bunch of trails. It was a good time, but we just recently sold it. Yep. And now we're on to the next thing. Yeah. But back to.
1: Right. The wheeling trip.
0: The wheeling trip. Because Kara was DJ's girlfriend. Maybe we, they were fiance we, at the time. I don't should know.
1: Should we not use names? Does, does it matter? matter? I don't know.
0: There's no last names. That's true. We could call her Kamara.
1: I mean, like, slowly now.
0: <laughs> anyway. I don't think if people care they care we can blur their names out later I'm just
1: curious just bleep them out
0: if we start making up other people's names I'm gonna be so (laughs) darn confused so Tara was a worry wart didn't do really good wheeling she tried though um
1: yeah It was, it was just like the, I would be doing something that was like not a big deal. And like, I felt completely fine about, and she would be like, oh, we're going to die. And it was like, well, no, we're not. And I would understand if it were like a little bit more precarious, but the things that I was able to take my Jeep on were not precarious. And I've also always just kind of had an issue of like, oh, let's just put the women together.
0: I don't think it's ever that way to be Mm. intentful.
1: Well, that's because men don't typically think about why, it
0: Why? Why? Why would it be a big deal, though? Because be- I never once has it been like, the girls just put all the guys together. What's up with that? The girls just went to the mall, and the guys went to Dick's Sporting Goods. The difference like,
1: in this circumstance is that the guys... I
0: have feminist qualities.
1: I absolutely 100% have feminist qualities. However, the difference in this circumstance is that all of the guys in that group were friends, and so you i ought- didn't
0: really know Jared was that the one where he almost rolled over for like front flip down that huge <laughs> yeah, ledge, and I fell. grabbed his bumper? <laughs>
1: yeah, the, we have a pretty sweet picture
0: those were some that was pretty epic. He's yeah. like he goes to drop his driver's front tire off this ledge, and he's got thirty fives on his Cherokee, and it's got some some other stuff done it's got like half ton axles whatever I don't know if his depth perception was awful too much ganja or what but he dropped that tire off of there and then like pinched the brakes and as he pinched the brakes the s of the jeep just starts coming up and i'm like oh you're either gonna need to goose it hard or try to just hold the balance and his butthole puckered up and he held the balance because i think that's about all he had he like slowly leans back, looks out the window at me and goes, can you guys do something? I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, I have no idea what to do. I was, I don't know, young, but I ran over, grabbed his bumper and pulled down on the back of the bumper to help counterbalance it. And it was, we did that long. I did that long enough for the other two guys to move their Jeep, hook a strap up to it and, and then pull, pull him back. Him back. Yeah. And then we took the bypass around that giant ledge.
1: I do think it's funny, though. You say you were young, and I think you were my age now, then. No. That was... That was
0: before we were together. Six years ago. We were... Oh, that's true. I'm 31. That's
1: true. I was 24. That's true.
0: Well, 25, maybe. But, so that night, we all go to bed in Jared's camper, Mm -hmm. and... Don had brought his dog, Bear, that you got for him. <laughs> yeah, that was my as wedding, a present wedding present Kelsey. So we're all sleeping also, there. Also,
1: don't get your anybody a dog as a present unless that they are fully like cognizant. Puppies are not presents unless people know they're getting them. Sorry. Small disclaimer.
0: Especially when it's a working dog. Yeah. Don't ever get a working dog unless that's your life goal is to work with dogs. That's my personal statement to that. If you're single and you work out and you go outside and you do stuff and you can do that stuff with your dog. Great. Great. Otherwise, don't do it. It's not good for the dog. It's not good for you. And it's not good for the neighbors or anybody else. So (laughs) we're there. I don't remember the sleeping arrangements in the camper. It's a basic pop-up camper. I think Jared was in one bed.
1: Don was in the other. Don was
0: in the other, and then you were on, on one like, side, like, mm-hmm. and I was on the other side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You were on, like, the sofa. I was on the table, whatever mm-hmm. it was. However, the bed's folded out there. and In the middle of the night, <laughs> we hear, <laughs> and I'm like, it was quiet. I hear rustling <laughs> in one of the beds, and my brother-in-law says, Bear? Bear? <laughs> Bears the name of his dog. <laughs> and apparently one of the Velcros or zippers was undone, and the dog <laughs> fell out of the camper. <laughs> Wakes up the whole camper full of people. Opens the door, and there's the dog sitting at the front door like, okay, what happened? Oh, but yeah. That That was was, very funny. That was a good time. It was. I don't know if that's the same night DJ was so drunk that he tried to cook bratwurst. and
1: It was like raw.
0: Well, he cooked the outside real good. (laughs) But man, it's really hard when you have cheap flashlights. We've since upped our game quite a bit.
1: Substantially.
0: Hundreds of dollars worth of flashlights later. But the blue light with the flashlight, the cheapos, is very hard to determine the color of your bratwurst. <laughs> Luckily, nobody got sick.
1: I didn't eat bratwurst then, so...
0: Well, you eat bratwurst now. You eat a whole lot different now. I do. Thank goodness for that. Our little wee one would be a just a little pea. He's already More, so tiny. Yeah, but he's like... He's a chunker now. Like, he's, he's solid.
1: He's solid.
0: He we may have, be short, but he's solid.
1: Yes. We have a six-month-old a little pumpkin.
0: Who, if... You look at my baby pictures, Yeah. he looks just like me, which it I'm is. very happy for.
1: Luckily. For him.
0: Rude. <laughs> so rude. I think he has some of your features, like your I toes, know. unfortunately. <laughs> my goodness. You got them demon toes with the little short nails that like in bed just <laughs> slice my little shins.
1: Um, I think he's going to end up having more my eyes.
0: It's very possible. But Which everything I mean. else around the eyes is me. Yeah, I agree. But hopefully he's athletic and doesn't have too many issues. Yeah. Just physical issues. Although I think it's strange that he's a baby and super supple. And yet sometimes I'll pick him up. <laughs> I pick him I'm like I'm very aware of how I pick him up. Mm-hmm. And I still hear like his shoulders and joints pop. I'm like, what in the heck? You're perfect. Like you're just, (laughs) are you still growing? Like I understand you are, but I just don't want his joints to sound like mine do right now. Cause my knees sometimes sound like Velcro. My shoulders sound like you're popping chicken wings apart.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I also don't like the word supple. It makes me a little uncomfortable.
0: How many other words make you uncomfortable?
1: I don't like the word panties. That's like my one word that I really don't like. Those, just underwear.
0: Those panties sure were supple. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the supple booty in those panties. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, I don't like any of that. Moist, it doesn't bother me. Other than it's just like kind of a weird word to say.
0: Moist. Yeah. I like saying it. It's It's fun. It's like... You're going to say more, but then you're like, more. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah." Yeah.
1: That one doesn't bother me. But yeah, I really just call it underwear.
0: It's not a lot of words that bother me. Almost none. Yeah. I'm not very offended. Easily offended.
1: I'm not easily offended. I
0: guess I'm easily... Offended depending on what you're talking about and it's usually never about me like if somebody says something about me I don't care, but if they say something about someone
1: It's only untrue about me. I can pretty easily rile you up and pretty easily offend you
0: Not by saying like you're a jerk. You're a d-bag. You're a this you're a that you don't do this
1: mm, I think it's circumstantial
0: <clears throat> Yeah, you're probably right <laughs> I think we
1: are in the unique circumstance of knowing each other well enough to easily offend the other. Water break. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Did I offend you? I officially no longer want to podcast in the kitchen
0: because the chairs are uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. Granted, they're stools. They are stools. This is why I want to make the. What did I say? Loft lounge. The loft lounge upstairs in the shop. The only thing is, it's going to be cold out there until I get that heater.
1: Yeah, I'm not into that.
0: The cold? Yeah. Or the heater. (laughs) The cold. Okay. I mean, you don't want to be in the heater either because you'll die. It's going to be hot
1: also
0: true but so there we are that's how that's how me and my lovely wife here met yeah so, that's like the whole backstory plus a little bit plus a little bit and a lot of tangents because i get very distracted i have some undiagnosed <laughs> attention <ADD>.
1: deficit disorder
0: <laughs> the worst like i feel like i used to be able to like get back on track and yeah. sometimes i still can but sometimes i just am too far down the rabbit hole to the left or the right anyway see how like I've already like anyway I was like oh yeah I knew I wanted to talk about something else but I just forgot
1: <laughs> um yeah I'm just after the wheeling trip Jake asked me to hang out and mm, yeah we hung out at this time I had dates.
0: the Camaro yeah and I was into that at this time I think I was still so I had my house in Hillsborough yes. and I had been renovating it for quite some time. It was livable. Yeah. But then me and the ex broke up and it was very difficult to be there. Yeah. So I was living at my parents' house, which was literally across the street. It was a mile away from Don's condo. Duplex. Duplex. <laughs> Don't wanna make anybody upset. <laughs> Um, We
1: literally called it the duplex. So, like, hearing you call it a condo is like...
0: Well, yeah. Sorry. Dad just moved into a condo, so condo's on my mind. But, yeah, I called it duplex a lot, too. I don't know. Brain fart, see? So, (laughs) I drive my Camaro over because Jennifer's like, yeah, just meet me at Don's because it was close.
1: Mm -hmm. And this is the first time that we're hanging out, just the two of us. Yeah,
0: and I remember you telling me later that you were like, yeah, so I told Don on that first date that we had that you're, that I was going to hang out with you. And he's like, Oh cool. What do you, who are you guys meeting up with? What are you guys doing? And you're like, no, just me and Jake.
1: Again, I like wanted to be really like upfront with Don. Cause we had like really kind of formed a good friendship. And I had texted him when Jake first asked me to hang out and was like, Hey, so Jake and I are going to hang out. And he was like, you mean, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of, you mean, with Jake's friends (laughs) and I was like "Mm, no just with Jake and then I think Don's response was like oh (laughs) um so he didn't like give me trouble about it but also you know my brother at all he's very uh non-emotional for the most part he's pretty pretty stoic most of the time so he just didn't really respond a lot so I didn't think he was upset but I also didn't think he was like
0: Totally approving.
1: Yeah, super cool with it either.
0: So there I am, like a jackass, in my leather jacket, <laughs> rumbling down the road in my 95, quote-unquote, Z28 Camaro that didn't have an LT engine in it. Had an nice LS 6-liter truck engine with some ported heads cam blah 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 Mm -hmm. it was loud and it went fairly fast they probably had 400 and they have dyno sheets of this thing making 430 to the wheels which is probably reasonable and we went for a drive and then i said okay you want to drive no no i don't (laughs) want to drive thanks though and then I dropped you off, and that was the first one. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward years, um, me and Don would have then worked on the Camaro many times. Mm-hmm. He was my co-driver for <coughs> ooh, excuse me, autocross. So that basically means that it's my car. We worked on it together. This is just the way ours worked. Um, and he got to drive it on the autocross and that was he was he had had some experience so I got some knowledge out of it um and then we really were driving around a lot of issues with the car the car did not have a good rear roll center height and so as soon as you got just if you pitched it in too hard if you gave it just a little bit more steering input mid-turn the rear would come out and it was totally unsavable because there was not enough bite on the rear tires not enough pressure but rather than at that point I had sunk so much money into the car, wheels, tires springs, shocks sway bars whatever, you name it and I was like I don't want to spend any more money on this thing um, to make it autocrossable so then I was like well let's just get a shifter cart and, and at the
1: time i drove my dad's hyundai genesis lame coupe. lamer was i raced lamest <clears throat> i will say though i finished much better than you that year so what
0: are you talking about i won cam
1: i won my first the year entire ladies class and i finished 18th how many ladies all? were there i don't remember did carla have her c5 I don't remember what car she had at that time. Probably not. But I still won, so. Well, I know
0: you're a badass. What can I say? And the car was the Genesis was like the easiest thing to drive. It was very. It easy had to drive. four cylinders, with a turbo, mm-hmm. and it was like what thirty five hundred pounds. It was kind of heavy. Yeah. And, it was very hard to screw that car up. Yeah. To it make a, it unhappy.
1: It was a fun, fun car to. Which was awesome. Model cross.
0: And then we went to the shifter cart, and that was totally like mm-hmm. balls to the wall, just wild. You didn't know how to drive I it. No offense. No, no,
1: I had no idea how to drive it. Everybody kept telling me
0: rev it out.
1: No, and everybody kept saying it's just like driving a motorcycle, and well, I was like, well, that would be that really helpful better. to somebody who, who knew how to drive a motorcycle. So,
0: yeah, I think the, I think if you would have had a little bit more seat time, you would have gotten used to it. But yeah. I don't think you would have gotten used to the. Ooh, what's the word? The visceral speed of it because that thing was violent.
1: It was violent. The honestly, the hardest thing for me, um, well, part of it was the lack of seat time. I only drove it like twice.
0: Total minutes behind the seat for you was probably five, yeah, if that, yeah. I but, think my total minutes behind the seat of shifter carts in general. 15? <laughs> <laughs> it was very short, short-lived short shifter cart life, but, it was, but I yeah, loved it.
1: The crazy, the hardest thing for me was, and I didn't expect it, was the completely different angle of the course. Like, in, instead the of... The perspective. Yeah, the perspective was insane. I was like, oh, I don't yeah, know where you the go fuck from I am or where the fuck I'm going. Freak. You have said fuck so many times already. Oh, fuck that shit. No, I
0: <laughs> so, yeah, being, you know, how tall is your back? Two and a half feet. Sure. Two and a half feet off the ground with your eye level. Yeah. Which the cones themselves are the same 18 height. inches. They're like almost as big as you. Yeah. They're like up to your shoulders. You know, from being that perspective to sitting in a car. Yeah. It's quite, quite a bit different. But
1: I think I only did one. I know I only did one autocross, but I feel like I only did like two or three runs.
0: Yeah. that I made this cool GoPro mount and it just... That shifter cart ate the GoPro, like it vibrated the crap out of it so much because I was a moron and didn't put any rubber isolators in there. Which I'm much older now and would know that. But the way that shifter cart ended, <clears throat> well, let's let's go back to how I got it. So my friend Tim, who autocrossed, he had a shifter cart and he let me ride it, drive it, race it twice, and I was hooked. I was like, man, that is the amount of money that you can spend to get one of these things and the amount of speed, zero to 60 in like two seconds or less. It's pretty fast. No suspension. It's all just chassis flex, track width. And it was just something that I couldn't get away from. I still want to get one again.
1: Something that everybody here should know about my dear Jacob is that he tends to go balls to the wall on things like this everything. podcast equipment um this was less
0: than six five five hundred dollars
1: He don't even remember anyway he tends Worth it. to um find something that he's interested in and then like you know some people might like daintily dip their toe in the water and see if it's something that they are really that lady the like lady gaga and jake is like let's just strip everything off and then cannonball in and we'll figure it out, um, which is definitely a good thing some of the time.
0: So my friend Tim used to live in Minnesota. Minnesota. That's how they say it. I don't think that's how they Minnesota. say it. Minnesota. Turn the light on. <laughs> that's probably Chicago or something. <laughs> so we drive, which is now my car, which is just the funny oh, yeah. full circle.
1: That is funny.
0: Poor thing's a shit box now.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Tim.
0: I don't know. For some reason, when I got it, like the paint, the clear coat just started coming <laughs> said, off. fuck this guy. The, the hubcaps were like, eh, we don't need to stay <laughs> on. We lost long.
1: one. Um, where yeah. was that?
0: It was rock climbing in yeah. Southern Maly Illinois. Boulders. Yep. The Mosquito <laughs> Fest.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was miserable. Man,
0: those are some sweet rocks, though. Yeah. Like if it would have been 45 degrees out. Yeah. Nice and dry. I just
1: remember that shirtless dude who had, like, just welts, everywhere. welts all yeah, over. I don't know
0: why you would go shirtless. I don't he care how hot you are. Artist. I mean, it's not like they can't go through t-shirts because they can, That's but true. still. Anyway. It would defend you from the small ones. See you were tangent. driving
1: to Minnesota.
0: So, I'm driving to Minnesota because my friend Tim was from there, and he had friends who also race shifter carts in SCCA Autocross, and they were selling one because they got a different one, and I bought that one, and we drove up there because he had a little... Harbor Freight crappy trailer and it was perfect because it was behind a Toyota Corolla with a little turd 1.8 liter and we hauled that thing all the way back and I drove that cart for a while like one event two events Mm -hmm. the best part was like I said all out I, I went and bought I don't know 50 pounds of lead yeah because I wasn't heavy enough same I wasn't heavy enough for the class of racing, so I had to add lead weights to the seat. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I added those lead weights, which I actually left in the shipping container, unfortunately, because I could have gave them to Ron, because Ron melts down the Um, lead and makes his own bullets. bullets. He casts them. I got some cool friends. We'll get into that on future later episodes. So. (laughs) (laughs) so uh i drove up there got it came back got a bunch of stuff neck brace fire suit the whole nine yards uh i would wear my rock climbing shoes to race in because they were thin sold
1: and those were your like first pair yeah they were a little big so it
0: wasn't it wasn't a big deal rock climbing shoes for those people that don't know are very usually pretty tight So that way you don't have wiggle room. So when your feet are on a tiny, you know, that's only as thick as a quarter, you can actually dig that toe right in there and use that rubber to your advantage. So I do all that stuff. (laughs) I'm like, oh man, this stinks. The rotors kind of, kind of cracked. Well, apparently when your rotors cracked and you're in sixth gear, wide open, and then you start downshifting and you mat the brakes. Uh, that crack might get a bite on the brake pad and just lock that tire up and which is exactly what happened and the whole reason I didn't get new rotors as soon as I got the cart which normally you get something new you fix it all up and you go through and you make it nice so that way you don't have to worry about stuff like this well I think I bought the cart for like two grand and a whole new brake system was like 1500 or 1200 dollars i was like i can't spend half the cost of the cart for just the brake system because i couldn't get parts for that for those (laughs) brakes so i took it to the Cartplex over here at gateway and on the back straight just you know
1: put it into a wall
0: yeah it was a little water barrier Mm -hmm. but i'm
1: just really glad that it was you and not me to be honest
0: uh, me too um,
1: i mean that because i didn't have to worry listening. about
0: you yeah and i would knew exactly what happened with the cart and why the malfunction happened because if it happened to jennifer she'd be like i don't know what happened i just <laughs> went into the wall whereas i can be like hmm. and then he
1: would have been like wow she's just a i shitty turned
0: driver. <laughs> i turned the wheel and i kept going straight granted i was going really fast and I can guarantee you that I wasn't going fast enough to where I just locked the brakes up and slid into the wall. Yeah. Because I was modulating the brakes and it wasn't doing anything because I was, it's not like I just ripped the wheel over to the left to try to make that hairpin. Because even if I turned the wheel, let off the brakes a little bit, it should have turned a little bit and it didn't.
1: What's funny is that, uh, so we're at this kartplex and it's just us and then the guy who worked there who was like supervising us to make sure we didn't die. Uh, and we're standing there talking and we're like waiting. We, he crashed at a part where we like couldn't see him and we had been like waiting for him to come back around and we're just like chatting. And I was like, do you think he should have come back through here by now? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, probably.
0: He's probably flirting with you.
1: I honestly think he was actually. I don't remember very well now. Good
0: for him. Good try. (laughs) Didn't work.
1: No, obviously not but uh and yeah so then we walked over and you were standing which was a good thing so, oh, I was, oh I was fine yeah
0: the water barrier was a was a concrete concrete Jeez, what am i saying <laughs> it was a plastic block about i don't know two feet high and three feet wide and it was only half full with water but they were like the kind of interlocking pieces yeah. Bent some stuff on the cart. Obviously, the brake system wasn't really well off at that point. So, put it on Craigslist at the time. Sold it to a guy in Kentucky.
1: I I was going to ask. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, he drove up. And I said, dude, the thing's wicked fast. And then he texted me the next day or two days later or something he's like dude this thing is scary i was like Mm -hmm. yeah all he did was just take the front brakes off which wasn't going to work i could have done that but it would have done me no good yeah in autocross because you need those front brakes to actually slow that thing down but we did that and then just got out of racing
1: yeah well there was there was a bunch of kind of unrelated drama and then we also like just kind of went through like a different time in our lives like
0: I got real big into rock climbing. You got real Shocker, big into rock climbing. hence the training room in my basement right now.
1: And I moved in with you and out of my dad's and didn't have... And they got out of racing, so I didn't really have anything to race.
0: And... What was I doing with the Camaro at that time? Because I had the Camaro had all the way decide, up.
1: You had to decide, like, whether or not to do something with, like, the Panhard bar...
0: That's what I'm so. That's what I was saying. I didn't want to spend any more money on right. it because it needed that so lowered panhard so rod mount.
1: You needed to do stuff, and you decided you didn't want to spend the money on it. So
0: it mostly sat there. I didn't want yeah. to drive it and put more miles. on it. you went it. and
1: bought that other Camaro. Oh yeah,
0: that was a story. Yeah. So I was gonna build like a CP, which is a different oh, class yeah. of autocross. Oh I forgot that you were gonna. Which do is that. like slicks all the way around, 12 inch wide tires. And I was gonna, I wanted to build another Camaro. Yeah. Because I liked that body style and the way it looked i was going to build an ls engine with a bunch of power and all this and we go to me and don go to illinois and i'm in dad's fj cruiser which has a very short wheelbase and then i've got don's 16 foot car not even no it's just a a junk trailer (laughs) it's not a car hauler it's got angle iron rails on it so (laughs) this thing didn't have a didn't have an engine in it. It was just a roller and it was in his driveway. And so we couldn't turn it around in the way that the hill was or way that the way that his driveway was. We had to back it on the trailer. And so when we backed it on the trailer, it was still light on the tongue. Like it made it light on the tongue, the tongue weight. Um, and so we're driving back and I'm like, oh yeah, it gets a little, gets a little uh, fish around 65 or, you know, just over 60. So we're, I'm like, yeah, we'll just cruise it'll be fine so we crest a hill and so you're to get up the hill with the trailer you're in the throttle a lot so by the time I crested the hill mid conversation with Don I looked down and I'm like oh shit and we're going just over 65 and at that point I slowly let off the throttle and slowly put my foot on the brake and the thing just starts going wild like just racking us back and forth and I'm like okay 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 the like traction control and stuff is going wild I'm like got an egg between my foot and the brake pedal metaphorically speaking and I'm like lightly just trying to slow the thing down because I don't have trailer brakes or anything so I can't just reach down and try to slowly push pre- trailer brake brakes on to slow it straighten us out and slow us down and it's just kind of bouncing us back and forth and then all the cars behind us are like scattering and slowing down. Pull off to the next, luckily we didn't wreck, pull off the next on the next exit. And we go back and look at the car and the car had slid between the rails on the trailer. It had bounced back and forth a couple times off there. And I was like, well, not going to do that again. So that was my close call and my fun with towing the, with the FJ, a short wheelbase vehicle with a very light tongue weight. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> so, anyway, that Camaro made it back to the house in Hillsboro. I stripped it all down, sold some parts. Actually, that's how I met the guy who I sold my good Camaro to. Oh yeah. So, I had some parts for sale and he had a Camaro. That was sorry. I think his name's Mike. But it was a shitbox. And what was Mike's Camaro at the time. The guy buying parts off me. Right, right, right. And, wow, that's funny. So, I sold some parts off of it, sold that Camaro, and then the guy who bought those parts from me, this guy Mike, also did air conditioning work. So, at the time, my house in Hillsborough didn't have air conditioning, and he... I asked him if he wanted to install it for me, and he installed it for like 500 bucks or something. I was like, great. And we kept in touch, and we were getting ready to move to Tennessee, and I wanted to get rid of the Camaro. Yes. You're shaking your head no.
1: That timeline seems weird. You sold it while we still lived there, I thought.
0: No. It was at your mom's. The Camaro? Yes. The Camaro sat out in front of your mom's driveway with a car cover on it.
1: Weird. Why don't I remember that?
0: Because you have a bad memory.
1: That is not true.
0: You have a bad memory some things.
1: If we took, like, any memory test, I would kick your ass. I am so good at memory You're things.
0: You're a book smart memory person.
1: I don't even know how to take I'm that. I'm kidding. Anyway. Anyway, sorry.
0: It was at your mom's, the Camaro, All right. with a car cover on it. You can ask her.
1: Now I believe you.
0: And... I took him for a test drive, took him for another test drive. He ended up buying it at a killer price. I think at the time I had probably like, I think I bought it for $9,000 for wheels and tires, probably another thousand for suspension parts. So I had at least 11,000 in it and I sold it to him for seven. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know if I got, I guess I did. I got probably like, I would have paid four grand to do what I did with that car. Yeah, I'm just saying that to make myself feel better.
1: (laughs) I know. I thought he still has
0: it, and I kind of want to buy it back now that we can.
1: No, I don't want to buy it back.
0: Why? So many good memories. Our first date was in that car.
1: I know. I remember. But people,
0: people, let us know, vote for us, or vote. Vote That's yes the for the car or vote no for the car.
1: I don't want the car is because, one, what are you going to do with it? Two, let me let me state my reasons. I didn't even say anything. I know, but I could see it on your face. Uh, two, I think that there are other cooler cars that we could have. And <clears throat> like make what? Make more memories. Oh, I don't know.
0: Why would you even say that? How do you not know? We have a great... Volvo 240 wagon out well, there. I know, I know. The that's Volvo waiting too,
1: but I'm saying if you're gonna buy another car, I don't think it should be one you've already had. I think it should be a different one. New to us car. That's why.
0: So yeah, that's that's like the life cycle of uh that car. <laughs> he still has it though. How do you know? Facebook. Uh, stalking.
1: Ah, uh, I see.
0: What's really funny? is one time he invited me out to a party. And he's like, hey, this guy I know is having a shop party. I was like, man, that's awesome. Guess whose shop it was? Whose? Joe Merklin.
1: What? How did I not? Oh, I do remember this. Yeah. I do remember this.
0: Joe Merklin was one of my old bosses, who was fun. one of my friend Jake's old bosses. Joe quit a job and started his own company, his own machine shop. And I—that's how I got in touch with him to get this job.
1: Small world. Yeah,
0: Joe's a good guy. He's a very hard worker.
1: I met him for the first time during a tough Tough mutter because there was a warped wall, and he little old Jenny. (laughs) I'm very small, Um, and I made it to the top, but he helped pull me up all the way. And and then let's put
0: this into perspective. Jennifer is five four, four. Mm -hmm. very lightweight. Joe Merklin is like 6'4". <laughs> like 250? He's He bench pressed 400 pounds a, a, a year or so ago. Because yeah. he told me he set out and made a goal for himself and he achieved that goal, which I believe every bit of it. I've seen that guy pick up some steel things because <laughs> being at a machine shop cutting big heavy steel all day, I'm like, oh, how did he pick that up? Yeah.
1: Anyway, so... We, he helps me up the wall, and then he still has hold of like my arm because we, like, you know, wrist-to-wrist wrist grab. And uh, he's like, hey, I know you. And I was like, I, I don't know you. <laughs> Big scary guy, sorry. Uh, and he was like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm Jake's boss. <laughs> and it was just really funny because he was like, I know you. And I was like, mm, nope, never seen your face at all ever before. Yeah. So it was pretty funny.
0: Oh, goodness, that is wild. Yeah what happened next not next in the the tough mud. <laughs>
1: then i continued on with my run i was gonna say uh, that
0: run what did i what did i get that run was that the one i got dq'd on no
1: no you got dq'd on your very first one the battlegrounds
0: yeah that's scott Woodchesky or whatever fucking dick yeah so if you're so, listening
1: i think you're a scumbag
0: well, it's, he's just a...
1: He's a baby. He's a whiner. Anyway, let's not dwell.
0: I, if I was in his situation at the time, that is not at all the way that I would have taken care of it. What happened was there's obstacles, and they have workers there who tell you how to go through the obstacle because if you don't do it right, then you, in the competitive group that I was in, you should be losing your your wristband. Because you couldn't complete the obstacle um, properly. As it was designed. And I get to this obstacle and they say, go over it without touching the top. And I say, okay. And the way that this is set up, picture, I don't know, basically a sheet of plywood with some two by fours screwed onto it. A vertical sheet of plywood. And they wanted me to, they had a couple of these set up, maybe, I don't know, two feet apart, three feet apart.
1: Yeah, probably like two, it wasn't very far.
0: Yeah, so you're looking at what, you know, a bunch of two, sheets of two by four, standing up next to each other vertically. Probably three or four pieces of this. I think
1: it was just three.
0: And what they wanted you to do.
1: Was traverse.
0: Was traverse, and I'm a rock climber, so if they would have said the word traverse... I know what traversing is. That means going across, (laughs) not up and over. And they said, go across it, Mm -hmm. cross it or over it, something. Mm -hmm. Regardless, I thought over it without touching the top. And so where they had these chunks of two by four, I was like, well, this is weird. How am I supposed to get over the top without touching the top of the wall to like, you know, just slingshot over it? And I ended up breaking my watch on that one. Like the watch band broke and I handed it to the worker and I said, Hey, I'm going to come back for this. And he's like, okay. He watched me try it. I fail, hand him the watch. And I say, I'll be back. I go over it. I run, finish the race. I go over without touching the top of this wall.
1: Right. Which took you way longer than it would have taken you to actually do it correctly. And
0: by that time, the third place, Mm mm-hmm, third place guy had just came through the woods enough to see me go over the wall and not go across each panel which again rock climber on a freaking two by four it would have not going to fall off of that sorry just not going to happen it
1: was easy for yeah that was not a difficult obstacle
0: and i would have gone through it way faster like you said if i would have just known what to do there Mm -hmm. anyway i finished the race Race director comes up to me afterwards, and I'm I'm happy, I'm tired, whatever. And he's like, hey, so, so what happened with this one? I'm like, what do you mean? The guy said, do this, I did that. I went back, and I got my watch. Like, what's going on? He's like, well, somebody's saying you didn't do the obstacle right. I'm like, okay. How was I supposed to do it? He's like, well, you're supposed to do this. I'm like, well, nobody told me. Your workers didn't tell me. That's not my fault.
1: Right, and they watched you do it and didn't say, hey, that doesn't count. Come back.
0: Yeah, and... The guy who finished in third was like two minutes behind me. Easily. There's no way he was ever going to catch me. Yeah. Like the fact that I gapped him that far and it was, there was only like a mile and a half or two yeah, left. And
1: even if they'd given you just like a time penalty, you still would have won. Yeah.
0: Which it, the race director failed majorly because that person that individual that third place person failed because he should have been like there's no way oh i got screwed out of prize money mm-hmm. that was like the first race i actually would have gotten money for i
1: know yeah and the the bottom line is that the third place guy was connected to the yeah
0: he was in the battleground core group yeah so and mean- i was like you string pulling little bitch <laughs> i think i ended up smoking his ass the next race mm-hmm. when they oh, they sure. switched it to what was it tough mudder tough mudder yeah i just fucking i wanted to trip him when i went by <laughs> little chubby bald guy oh my
1: god that's so petty um, but you didn't and you still won because he got worse and you got better and that's karma enough
0: yeah i don't know still still slightly bitter about that but i'm sure he got what he got and i got what i got so yeah. how many ultra marathons has he done How many marathons has he done? Probably none. (laughs) Is
1: there a dog?
0: Yeah, over there. Oh, okay. We have two of them. We do. Remember? I do remember. One of them is a psychotic and the other one is a poop eater.
1: (laughs) You have not seen poop
0: eaters. No, I don't ever want to see a dog eat poop straight out of another dog's butthole.
1: It's pretty gross. And they like look at you because they know they're not supposed to. And then they just like do it faster.
0: I have no words for that.
1: <laughs> it's the, the glamour of dog daycare.
0: Yeah, so we got back from, well, I quit my job. You did. Getting back onto the, the life.
1: Mm, it's about Jenny's bedtime. So I think we might have to pause and resume.
0: It says 8.30. It's 8.30 p.m., everybody. This is our bedtime I this am. is what happens when you get married and you have your first kid, and you guys are both early risers.
1: I'm the oldest twenty six year old
0: yeah, you wear like grandma shawls and
1: I wear cardigans. everyone wears cardigans.
0: I've never worn one in my whole life. <laughs> Make sweeping generalizations around me, <laughs> okay, so we're gonna pick this up mm-hmm. later
1: at you quit your job
0: which job <laughs> that is <a laughs> all of <good> them one. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay true. that'll be it thanks
1: <laughs> thanks guys